welcome to that apple good egg this is me jay and i'm here with my friend karen 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 would you like to introduce yourself at all (laughs) or say how we know each other okay cool um so i'm karen like you said um we met in zaragoza spain through my housemate and we have been good friends ever since Mm -hmm. yes and where are you from i'm from london yes and where else have you lived besides london in your life um so i've lived in leeds in the north of england yes and also you you lived in berlin briefly right Yes, I did. I did an Erasmus in Berlin and I did a few weeks in Leipzig during the lockdown. Where was that? Leipzig in Germany. Okay. Is it close to Berlin? I can't remember. It's not that close, but it's kind of close. Is it also in the eastern portion? Yes. Okay, cool. What's it? Was it a smaller town? What was the difference between? Yeah, it was tiny. Nope. No one really spoke English. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Yeah. I want to ask you more questions about that. But before we got on a call, you said that your cat got in a fight. And so I haven't asked you the story yet. So you could tell me now. Yeah. So um, I just got out the shower, exfoliated. It's quite hot here in the UK. So my face felt really dirty. And all I hear is like my cat screaming. So I was like, what? <laughs> and I look oh, out no. the window. I look out the window and she's in a fight. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> so I start like throwing water out of the window. <laughs> and then From I kind upstairs? Of yeah. And then I like run down and I'm like hissing at the other cat. And oh my runs gosh. Off. Well, good yeah, thing I ran mean- off. That's scary. Is your cat okay? Is it injured? Yeah, but I'm just annoyed <gasps> at her. Like, really? No, she's not injured. She's okay. Oh, okay. God. I was like, you're like, yeah, she is. It's like so nonchalant. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> not the cat, please. She's not an outdoor cat. I'm like so protective already. Now I'm like, she's not going up. Yeah, I realized I came yeah. to your house and I never met your cat. You didn't. Was she outside then? Why didn't we yeah. see the cat? I was like, after I left, I was like, wait, where the hell was the cat the whole time? I feel like she's probably outside and I feel like yeah. I'm outside. Yeah, probably. Because does she usually hang out um, with people or just kind of hide? A bit house? of both. It depends. Okay. I feel like cats differ in their social levels. Yeah. I mean, kinda yeah. like people, I guess. Yeah. We're all just the same <laughs> creatures. Good observation. Yes. <laughs> We're all the same. <laughs> Well, I'm glad that she's okay. That's stressful. I, I got, I never used to be like scared of, I'm, I mean, I never used to be scared of dogs or cats, like animals in general. But then after I worked in the ER, I get like scared or like most people who get attacked by dogs and get bitten by dogs are doing it because they're trying to break up a fight. And so now, oh no. And I just have seen a lot when I worked in the ER, I saw so many horrible dog bites. It like, made me freaked out of like dogs I don't know I get scared of now oh no that must be hard living in Spain well it's not like I mean no (laughs) not really I feel like the dogs in Spain aren't like very scary it's more like like a really big dog it's like I don't know also I feel like people who are walking their dogs around the streets the dog is usually more well behaved but I don't know sometimes in the states like I'd be friends with some like be at a house party and there'd be a friend of a friend who had their 
dog that seemed kind of big and aggressive and I'd be like I'm kind of scared <laughs> oh no but I never well I don't know just if it jumps on me or something I mean if it's like at a distance I'm not I, it's not like that severe I, I feel like I'm being dramatic about it it's not like every day I walk around with this struggle that dogs are gonna attack me but occasionally I do get freaked out and I never ever used to but dogs can be hurting people cats cat scratches are bad because they can get really infected that's also very true mm-hmm. i've never had a bad cat scratch thank god well because my family never had cats but that's very good that she's okay yes i'm i'm glad I'm a- and that the other cat didn't attack you because that's scary i know i would have killed it like i had my spray in my hand and i'm like ah! what kind of spray <laughs> <laughs> hairspray <laughs> Yeah, I was like, ah! <laughs> you're like, get back away from my cat. <laughs> I will tell you. That's so funny. <laughs> um, okay, well, I think the first thing I want to ask you is kind of to take me through, um, just however briefly or extensive you want to be about it, your dis- journey or decision to teach English in Spain. Okay. Yeah. okay so my experience was a bit different I did not study Spanish Mm -hmm. and I did not know a word of Spanish before I came um I'd actually just finished university and was meant to do a grad scheme but I just wasn't in the space to do it like emotionally mentally physically it was just a bit too much for me Mm -hmm. Um, so I guess my options were either look for a different full-time job in the UK, um, stay in retail or do a master's. And I didn't want to do any of those options. (laughs) Wait, so what's the difference between a grad scheme and a master's? I actually don't know. Okay. So a grad scheme is when a company basically hires, um, graduates, people that just graduate and it's sort of like an internship. Uh, okay yeah and it's just for graduates so usually you'll get into you'll get a job from the grad scheme okay well that's cool okay so you are having an internship with them first and then they likely hire you at the end yeah yeah but it's usually for like a very reputable company like grad schemes are usually really good and they're also very well paid okay cool it does the concept of an unpaid internship exist in the uk not so much. I think it would just mainly be volunteering. Or if it was unpaid, it wouldn't really be full-time. Okay. Yeah, that's very, I'm just curious because that's like very, I don't know if you've heard, but that's very common in the States that people have unpaid or really poorly paid internships. And I don't really think that should be allowed for people to have free labor. Neither do I. I yeah, and it, it, it ends up being a lot of jobs that I mean, I know, I don't know a lot of people, but I do know some people who are trying to be involved in politics in the United States. And um, a lot of these jobs are unpaid for politicians oh working in the offices, the governmental offices. And it's just really unfortunate because obviously it contributes to a wealthier population being able to secure jobs like that and then later be able to get jobs in the government and have that experience to get better jobs. So yeah. just contributing to the cycle, but that's good. It doesn't really happen in UK because 
I don't know. I, I have a friend from France and I was saying that and they were like, no, that I don't think that'd be allowed an unpaid internship. <laughs> but yeah, I know people who've done unpaid internships. So it's just kind of crazy. And we both experienced. Um, so I also decided to, I didn't really study Spanish in high school. I did for two years, but then I um, studied biochemistry because my plan was to go to medical school, which maybe I still will, but not right now. And I wanted, to, I always wanted to like have an experience to go live in another country. Um, I wanted to speak Spanish, especially after I worked in the emergency department. I, and I saw how many Spanish speaking patients we had and how much of a struggle it was for them to get proper care sometimes. Um, I really wanted to learn. And so I did actually during the pandemic take some online lessons. But which I do think helped somewhat, but I didn't do it for a super long time. And that was months before I actually came to Spain. But I definitely do think it was helpful because I didn't remember anything from high school before that. And, And then I but right when I graduated, so I graduated in 2019 and mm-hmm. I wanted to do something like this, but then the pandemic was kind of starting to happen and I didn't want to do it right away. I thought, I think the next year I was trying to go to, to Spain or somewhere in Latin America. And then the pandemic just prevented me from doing anything about it basically. Okay. But yeah, I feel like we both have had like less traditional paths to doing teaching English in Spain than a lot of other people who do it are want to be teachers or they studied um, language. I don't know. But um, also what, what was your focus in college and university? I'm like my major. Yeah. (laughs) Am I said political science? Okay. How I was, also gonna ask you how was your experience moving to Spain versus when you moved to Berlin um hmm I think when I moved to Berlin I was in a very sorry excuse my French um fuck it kind of you're allowed to cuss here it's okay okay (laughs) it's an adult podcast (laughs) Yeah, I think I was just really young and lots of my friends are also going abroad and yeah. And also, I mean, I guess it, how long were you there for? Half a year. Okay. Or even like before the pandemics, so maybe even like less than that, maybe four months. Okay. So I, I also probably didn't feel as permanent, maybe. Yeah, but I also went to a university. Yeah, true. So I guess that's so like... I was like surrounded by like lots of different students and I'd known people that knew people there and like I was always out. I was always partying. I, I loved it. It wasn't yeah. really oh I want to go. <laughs> yeah, it was so more like badly. a little holiday. Yeah, no. I <laughs> yeah. It sounds like it. And did you have was your school in Berlin hard? Was it you had to spend a lot of time studying or not as much? Not really, because I had to get 40, which is like a pass mark. Oh, okay. Quite, yeah. Sweet. I feel like it's harder to fail than it is to pass. Like, yeah, that's you have it's, to do a lot to not get forty. Totally. Yeah. Well, pass fail. It's really nice. In the states, you they don't have pass fail as much. I I don't know. It's nice because now medical schools are going to be pass fail. Like the big school, the big test you take in medical school, which I'm like, that's kind of nice. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, most of my classes, I think it was like if you were getting a bad grade, you could take it as a pass fail like on your report card instead of saying you got like a d it would say you got you passed 
Okay. Uh, so they kind of know that you didn't do very well in the class if you shoot if you decide to take it as a pass fail because okay. you would only do it as a pass fail if you weren't getting a very good grade. But I okay. think it doesn't I think it doesn't make your GPA go down as much. I don't know. I never did it, so I'm not sure, but I remember some people did that. Yeah. Anything else about that that you want to talk about or mention? Um I think it was nice because I didn't go in with any expectations to either places or to Berlin. Berlin. Okay, okay. Yeah. I think yeah. I was just like, I'll see what this is, but I know it will kind of be good. Yeah. I feel like it's a lot easier to move somewhere when you are studying because it gives you a natural group of friends to hang out yeah. with. It just is kind exactly. of, and everybody's there like socializing in the one space you're all getting your social energy from the same spaces yeah. and th that's also nice that you were obviously taking classes in English so that there were other English speakers that you were connected to through that but probably most people in Berlin speak English huh yeah exactly and lots of my friends knew people in Berlin so it'd be like message that person like we'll give this mm -hmm. person somewhere and it was like okay cool yeah that's really nice yeah, I mean, I so I just studied abroad in Cuba, and it, but it was only for five weeks, so it was not as much of a experience that I ever that I would have felt lonely in. But it was also, yeah, like of course you have these people who are automatically your friends because they're also studying, they're all, they're also not from there, they also don't know anyone, so you just kind of have this natural group that you click with. However, when you move, when we both moved to Spain, we were have talked about that we felt very isolated and it was very yeah. lonely for a long time yeah, um yeah. so I guess describe like the feeling how you felt the first few weeks months whatever you want to say in Spain and I'll also well, we can discuss <laughs> okay fine. what um, comes to mind when you think of those first few weeks first few months <laughs> okay so it was quite wild for me because I moved when I first got to Spain I moved in with my best friend one of my best friends yes in Madrid yeah yes so I went from being in this space of you know one of my best friends and experiencing Spain to then you know abruptly leaving and yes how During, long were you there for in Madrid before you came here um I want to say a week okay okay in a bit yeah just over a week I think mm -hmm. and then you left yes and you got a job here yes 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 oh no so I had the job before I came but um I, I just flew into Madrid because I thought fuck it my friends in Spain I'll see <laughs> yeah might as well I mean of course yeah yeah absolutely Naughty. Oops. shouldn't have done that no nah, <laughs> why not I mean who cares I, I feel like that's fine definitely and you came in February and in Saragossa, you were traveling around to different Airbnbs and you stayed in a hostel for a little bit. Yeah. I, I mean, I was in an Airbnb maybe for like 10 days when I first got here and it was the yeah. one same place and I didn't move around a lot, but I feel like even that stressed me out because it's like just the feeling that you have all your shit and you can't really settle down is stressful. Exactly. I found that super stressful. And I also love having my own space. Yes. So even though I did have my own space in the Airbnb, I was still like sharing the communal spaces with strangers. And because I had to leave for work so early, 
and I'd get back quite late. I just wouldn't not know how to navigate the space, but not wanting to be stepping on anybody's toes. So just not probably being as relaxed as I could have been. Yeah, absolutely. I felt like that too. Or sometimes I'd want to make food like really late at night and I'd be like, I feel bad to use the kitchen. Like, (laughs) I don't know, like at one o'clock in the morning or midnight. (laughs) Yeah. I also, I'll just say, I'll just say I was drinking way too much wine when I first got here. I was like the cheap Spanish wine and I don't know what to do with myself. I'm just gonna sit around and vibe and I also was watching Riverdale did you ever watch Riverdale oh no, it was, oh, no. it's so it's bad, so bad. <laughs> it's so bad it was like a dark time and I was like what it's because it, you know why it's because it was on the airplane that's right it was on the airplane okay. like it was saved on the airplane okay blame whatever me. yeah but no but then I was hooked <laughs> and it was embarrassing I, I mean I didn't watch all of it Eventually I was like, okay, okay this is did. too bad. No, I didn't. I, I think okay. I watched, I watched a decent amount though. I think I watched like three seasons. I at least watched two seasons. And okay, you know what? The other lot. part of it is that I'm in love with Cole Sprouse. That's the other aspect of it. I don't okay, know what yeah, that- it is, but I was like, <laughs> I love this man. Have you seen his photography? I think the last, um, no, the last image I saw of him is when he photoshopped his face on that lady. I don't know if like I saw that. Massive- yeah, she has like a massive butt and she's posing in the mirror. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, no, I did see that. And he said, I think in the caption, he said, like, good morning to my PR team or something. Is that, <laughs> is that what you're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> no, I love him. I think he's hilarious. Like, what is that called? There's like, the, there's like a phrase for someone who's a famous person that you just for some reason you think if you met them that you could be with them in your brain and it's totally unrealistic. Do you know what I'm talking about? I didn't about? even know there was a word. No, there's a there's a word for this. I'm like, I need to find it now. Okay, I, I think you do. Because I, I saw I like saw this and I was like, I that's how I feel about Cole Sprouse. <laughs> mm. Also, though, oh, you didn't watch it, so I can't say. But the there's like this one girl who is kind of a badass and she sh- shoots a bow and arrow. And there's a little cute gay couple. I'm like, I love them, but it is a horror. I mean, it's horrible TV. It's it, it, there's no denying that it's like it's entertaining, but it's what's it's not quality television. That's for sure. No, I know it, it's trash. Ugh, I can't find the term for it. You what's popping up is I kind of just don't think that word exists. I cool. swear it does. I'm like I'm gonna. I, okay, okay, I've, I've, I've never heard of that. It's not like I a one word. It's not one English word, but it's like a phrase. It's like a phrase. It's not a word. Like it's like a slang phrase. Like it's not a word. I don't mean a literal word. It's like a phrase. But, is um, it American slang? Probably. Probably makes no sense. It's probably something that I saw like in a meme at one time, and now it's like being stored <laughs> in this other area of my brain where it's not supposed to be. But when I was trying to Google this, we there's an article that pops up four ways to date a celebrity. I'm like, interesting. Oh. It says number one, tweet your celebrity. Number two, find other ways to contact your celebrity online. Oh, I'm like, sorry to cut him, but I, I did that once. You did. Well, he's not a celebrity, but he he was a model and he was quite um Twitter famous. And you and tweeted I remember, at him? I did. Then he um, responded? Yeah, I was like, I crave, and then his name. And then he <laughs> retweeted it, <laughs> favorited it, and yes. then DM'd me. 
No way. Oh my God. Oh my God. And did yeah. he, was he from London? Yes. Did you meet up with him? I did sleep with him. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, Oh my God. I'm like, that is amazing. I'm so excited. Okay. They, these people you are, it's evidence of that. It's real <laughs> that you, people can do it, but that's but really like, impressive. This is before he really blew up though. Like now no, he's always still there. though. That's still, it's awesome. <laughs> I'm impressed with that. That's a good story. That's so funny. I was, I was quite proud. I told everyone at my school, I'm like, guess what I did <laughs> that's so badass nothing like that ever happened to me but you know do you did you watch high school musical of course the guy Corbin Blue what was his name oh my gosh he used to follow me on Twitter <laughs> like and he never like we never messaged each other or anything but for some he followed me for like years and I remember it was my old high school Twitter so I don't have it anymore but I remember I like deleted my Twitter at one point in a teenage rage I'm sure because something pissed me off in high school I did that too and then I was like oh my god Corbin Blue is following me on that account I'm so stupid <laughs> I was like I can't believe it I'm sure I screenshotted it like on my iPad touch that I had when I was like an adolescent girl I'm sure there's evidence somewhere but I was like so distraught I was like wow I'm so dumb and then That's the so only weird. other funny tweet story I had is Twitter story I had is once I tweeted the guy on Jeopardy is really hot right now <laughs> okay because the guy on jeopardy was really hot and he retweeted it and he liked it but he did Woo! not dm me but i also was like probably 17 so good thing that he didn't dm me really yeah exactly sensible yes um speaking of all these uh speaking of me watching riverdale and drinking too much wine what are some things you did alone to pass the time <laughs> when you were when you first when you first came Things I did alone to pass the time. Do we really want to know? No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I feel like this could be a resource for people who are lonely no, most right, definitely. when they move. <laughs> um, so I was watching Netflix. However, I was intentionally watching TV because um, when I was in the UK, I, I was always with people. I was in quite a committed situation. So I didn't really spend nights by myself and I'd be with my friends a lot. So I just didn't have time to, I guess, watch TV. But um, yeah, I actually made a list of shows that I wanted to watch. Smart. Um, yeah, which was really nice. So um, you don't just I, end up watching something ridiculous like Riverdale, like me. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, I'd actually write like think pieces afterwards. Oh, wow. That's really awesome. Which I like. So that was like really good for my writing. And then like sometimes I'd post them and I just try to like, engage with other people that watch them um I also what else did I do I started taking lots of pictures like photography became a big thing for me in Spain I also made a commitment to leave my house every day oh yes this is good like and um yeah and I just you know tell myself you know my bed will always be there so if I don't want to stay out I can go back home but I'm always like even if it's just around the block we're taking a walk yeah. And sometimes it would be quite nice because I'd go somewhere new and I'd see new things and I'd end up feeling so much better. Mm -hmm. I guess it's just getting yourself to make that first step. That's so true. Yeah. And I also, I went on a lot of walks. I did like explore Saragossa a lot. One of the, your old roommate, my friend who I used to work with, I feel like I, even though she had been here longer to me, I feel like I kind of knew the city a little bit better just because I would walk a lot all over the place every day. Especially when I was staying in the Airbnb because I just like didn't want to be hanging out there. 
Yeah. But also it's such a good way to pass time. I also listen to a lot of podcasts, which is nice while I'm walking yeah, music. Yeah. And I got, I watched a lot of video essays on YouTube, which I really like. That's really cool that you would write stuff about shows, movies you watched. What was like the most interesting thing you watched? Hmm. Or like the thing you analyzed that you thought was the most? I'm inventing Anna. Oh yeah, I still have to watch that. I did like a gendered analysis on it. because so I was like, mm, this is like just so layered and it, it was really fun. That is really interesting. How gendered do you feel like it was? Because just people made a bigger deal out of her being a scammer yeah, than most fun, men. Yeah, just yeah. How, yeah, how women are penalized, yeah. Yeah. When it comes to doing anything bad, yeah. Honestly, I'm kind of like, I, I, I listened to a podcast episode about it I'm like kind of like taking notes I mean honestly (laughs) smart what she did (laughs) I mean it's I feel bad for her friends but I'm like honestly the hotels and the big businesses that she ripped off I'm like I don't really care okay hello we're back we took a little break because zoom does not let you record it does not let you have a meeting for longer than 40 minutes unless you pay and I'm not going to pay for that. It's annoying because it didn't used to be that way. Yeah, I know. It kind of stopped for me one day. I remember having um, a private English lesson and it just cut out. And I was like, "Ah, what? Yeah. Did you have you used Zoom a lot through the pandemic? Um, I I prefer Teams. Teams more than Zoom. Okay, I haven't used that. I don't think it's as common in the States. But yeah, all my coworkers, like we used it for our work meetings and all this. but. I'm annoyed that they make it for money now. I feel like also they must make so much. They must have made so much money. I agree. I don't know. I wonder what other methods that they make money in, though, besides charging people. I mean, I guess it's a free service. But you have to pay to have a group meeting longer than a certain I mean, sorry, so, yeah. with, a, with a certain amount of people. I mean, like you can only have a meeting with one other person unless you pay. Or if you have a university account, at least that's how it works in the States. Another question I had and kind of I have some ideas too do you have any like good ways to meet people go ahead I'll let you go first I'm trying to think of it's okay if you don't have any I was gonna say I literally like know a lot of good ways to meet people but I didn't actually do any of them <laughs> to be honest okay so I say firstly Facebook groups totally yeah, I did make a few friends for a Facebook group yes and you can literally just find you know English-speaking people or Groups for women, there were loads that I found. And I actually made two good friends through the group. That's awesome. Were they both from from England? Yeah. Okay, that's very cool. Yeah, I know that a lot of people do that, and I wish I would have done more. I think a good thing also is, to if you are especially trying to learn to speak the language, it, the local language, like me trying to learn Spanish. I, I should have started this sooner, but now I have once a week, I have a drink with this woman who I used to work with who she has kind of a beginner level English. So we talk, we get together for a drink and we talk half the time in Spanish and half the time in English. And it's really cool because we just talk about whatever we want and it's educational, but it's really nice. And now I have another friend through that. So that's super nice. Um, I also think it's good to try to do an activity um especially in Spain it seems like a lot of people play a sport and or how join a club like I don't know but there's music open mic nights there's all these kind of things that you can do Uh, that being said I honestly did not 
um, <laughs> do any of those things. But also say yes to shit. Like, yeah, I am but... a Virgo sun and a Virgo moon. I do not like to talk to new people, but I got to a point where I was like, when people invite you out, Miriam, just say yes. Like, you you can meet friends of friends. Just say yes because you're lonely. So just you know, put all of that aside and say yes to things. And I did meet a lot of friends who proved that. Yeah, no, that's also really true. I, I definitely have been trying to do that more as well. It's hard. I, I also just have been my whole life a really extroverted person and it's been really easy for me to make friends, but I definitely feel a change in myself since the pandemic. Okay. How like, I, I just feel like I'm more, I, I have a little bit more of a social anxiety than I used to just from be and maybe it's not even that, but I also think it's like, I just know how to entertain myself so much more being alone in my early months. I was lonely, but it wasn't all that I did a lot of like when you were talking about how you were writing, I mean, I joke that I was sitting here on Riverdale the whole time, but of course I wasn't. I I was also, yeah, like you said, I was kind of in a serious, I was also in a serious relationship until I came here and it's the first time that I've been able to just kind of choose what kind of movies that I watch all the time and what I want to cook. Like, without not to say this person was like bossing around but it's just it's a different situation when you're not considering someone else's needs at all you're only thinking yeah. about your own needs and just not checking in with someone all the time yeah, yeah. my partner and I live together like I feel like even if I were going on a walk I would just be like oh I'm gonna go on a walk but just a feeling of like no one's really gonna be wondering what I'm doing most of the time and I have that yeah, yeah. independence it just it feels very different I was able to write a lot and um I consumed a lot of media, which I don't think was all bad though. Like I learned a lot from podcasts I listened to. Um, Yeah. What's your favorite podcast? That that would be really difficult. It it does change frequently. But one that I'm liking right now, it's not a new podcast, but it's called Bobo and Fleck. What's it called? Bobo and Fleck. Okay. Um, so it's a girl from South Africa and a girl from um, Australia, and they just speak about um, topics in the media, but um, they just debate really well, and I think they're really funny. Um, yeah, I'd recommend guys give it, give them a listen. Can yes. <laughs> I haven't listened. I'll listen to that too. I love always. I say Binge-topia. That's the fa- yeah. my favorite, and then also um, been listening to You're Wrong About, which is really good. I recommend that one. I feel like you'd really like it. They just kind of unpack and talk about a topic each episode. Nice. And so, and I've learned about so many things, I feel like, through that. And I love, today I watched a video. I, I love also YouTube video essays. I, the one, Broey Deschanel, I've watched all her videos. And lately I've been watching a girl called Mina Lee, who makes videos <laughs> about pop culture and fashion. Have you heard of her? Nice. Okay. She has one that's on, I watched today about, um, like the history of the Japanese schoolgirl uniform. Okay. And it was, I wanted to also talk about it because we both went to Catholic school and wore uniforms. I have some thoughts about it, about the whole thing. Um, so I kind of was wondering if you also did, but of course your experience is a little bit different than mine because you went to all girls school. So was it only for high school you went to all girls school or was it your whole life? No, so I went to all girls school for high school. 
and I yeah it was mixed in secondary uh, primary school my did primary you school. did you like it to be around all girls I did you know because it was almost like a sisterhood I feel like we weren't trying to perform for guys um there were still rivalries and stuff but it was more like we could just do whatever we wanted without I don't I don't want to say male gaze but there was just so much less performance you know yeah no that's really nice we weren't these roles of like rigid femininity no totally like when guys were around we just have to like look different and like act differently and I don't know just not really be ourselves yeah no totally I I feel like I also was very like I don't know if I was immature not I was definitely always mature in a lot of ways but with dating and stuff when I was in high school I was like not interested in dating interested in boys at all and I remember yes. a lot of the interactions that I had with boys or just like surrounding boys were really uncomfortable and it felt very forced. Yeah. Like I just, all my friends having boyfriends and like hooking up with guys. And there were all these like pressures for me to like, yeah, yeah. I felt like I needed to like hook up with the guy, not because I wanted to, but because like all my friends were doing it. And also you want these boys to think you're cool, which sucks. Yeah. But yeah, of course, when you're a teenage girl, you're going to care about what these boys think. And I'm sure there's also an aspect of caring what other girls think, but I think it's different. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, like, just to say from my experience, I did, I did, I didn't really have a lot of social issues at school. I mean, I fit in quite well. I had a really good group of friends. So I'm just speaking from my experience. I didn't hate going to an all-girls school. Um, but yeah, no, it was nice. I mean, I could decide when and where I wanted to interact with men and it was it was great you know it was just really nice that is really nice (laughs) what must it be like (laughs) that's crazy I feel like also yeah I don't know I don't like having to interact with anyone I don't want to interact with it's hard for me I feel maybe intensified because I was homeschooled I'm like literally can't do it I'm like can't deal with tough interactions like I don't know. I feel like I can deal with it. I, I've learned better now, but in high school, I'd get so overwhelmed by things. And I also didn't start going until a year after, like everybody started. I, you have freshman, sophomore, junior, then senior. And I didn't start until sophomore year. So I feel like there were already like these little clicks and there were already like the girls who like thought were cool. And I remember yeah. in some of my classes, actually it was my Spanish class. I was in the grade below me, basically, because most people had taken Spanish one the year before me. So the okay. people in my class, it was kids who were a year younger than me, but then it was like all the like, like the boys in my class. One boy who was really nice. He was like a stoner. He was fine. He was chill. And then some of these football player guys. And then this other guy who started the same year as me, but they like, I don't know. I feel like they were kind of, they would kind of harass me because I was the only girl in our class. And I was like, and the teacher like never did anything about it. And I was like, can, can you like help me? But it was really weird for me to start no. school then. I mean, it wasn't anything like severe, but you know, they like would touch my leg and like stuff like this. And no, I'd be that, like, can you not? Yeah, it's unacceptable. Yeah, no, it is. But in, it was basically really sad when I think about it because I feel like no one ever really told me that that was abnormal. Like all the girls a lot of the boys would do that to the girls at least in the environment that I was in high school 
And it just kind of felt normal. Like no one was really like, don't yeah. fucking touch me. Like I would do now, you know? Yeah. 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 Because that's like, you feel like it's positive that you're getting this attention from men. And a lot of young girls don't know how to stand up for themselves in that situation. Of course. Yeah. So for that reason, I, de- among the many, I think it was excellent that you probably went to a girl's school, all girls school. I think <laughs> it would be nice. Truthfully, I would do it now. Oh yeah, definitely. I, <laughs> definitely. I, <could. laughs> I, would do, I, I hear would. about mixed schools and I'm like, oh my God, that sounds like a jungle. I couldn't <laughs> even fathom. Like Actually, so. no, thank you. Yeah, no, that's crazy. <laughs> well, how do you think, I, I'm, if you, um, I'm wondering, how do you think, if anything, how do you think you were affected by going to Catholic school? First, we'll start with the Catholic aspect of it. <laughs> Um, so I've actually gone to Catholic school my whole life. Okay. Um, I think I was more influenced by Catholicism as a younger person. Okay. Yeah. So I just think a lot of the guilt element, Mm -hmm. I used to feel guilty a lot, but also I just felt like there was this ominous presence. Like I, I genuinely felt like I was always being watched. Yeah. And I remember anytime I kind of do something or say something, I'd always turn around and be like, I'm going to hell. Or like, you know, God saw that. Or because I had a friend whose mom passed away. So I was like, she saw me do that. I think like one day I was like masturbating and I was like, oh my God, she saw me do that. And now <laughs> oh no. Like, like tell God. And I was like so stressed. <laughs> it's just little, um, the small things like that. No, it is the small things like that. It yeah, it is like to be a really good girl. Yeah. I feel like I was failing at that. Yeah. No, there's definitely a lot of guilt and shame in Catholicism. And I, I'd say that when I talk to people who are still Catholic, because I, I grew up in growing up in the States, Catholicism is very conservative, but okay. it's in the UK, I don't think it is the same. Like it's not it like is it associated with like political conservatism? Oh no, like no. like yeah, I know. I mean, like po- like politics politically. Like most, I know. I don't think it always was like this, but at least most of the people who I grew up around, um, when I was Catholic, were Republican Party, and okay. I talked about this in the last episode that it it's was very much um, there was this movement that the Catholic Church started, I believe, in the nineties, called the Right to Life movement. And it was basically super anti-abortion. And I that was a really a big part of my experience with Catholicism is that that was yeah. talked about all the time. And I don't think that's the case in the UK. Is it? Yeah, no, no, no. Okay, yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah, but I also feel like it made me feel really guilty. And I feel like it made me have a hard time like asking for things. They're okay. going after things that I wanted. Like, I feel like that the Catholic Church teaches you like to be good and like just kind of be nice to everyone. And then like, you'll be rewarded in the kingdom of heaven kind of thing. Like, it's not really as focused on your life now. I don't know. It's, yeah. I, I felt guilty, like just doing things because I wanted, I felt like I had to do things for other people or yeah. all the time. I don't know. That's one part of it. I think going to Catholic high school I made me like less Catholic for sure. Cause I was pretty religious when I was younger, but then 
going to this Catholic school, I really was like, yeah, no. And also, um, my dad passed away like right before I went to school. And so I feel like a combination of all those factors. I was like, yeah, this is not for me anymore. And now I like yeah, yeah. would say, I mean, I'm it's people want to be religious. That's fine. But I would not consider myself Catholic anymore. Would you, do you consider yourself to be Catholic? If you don't mind me asking. No, no. Yeah. Okay. I didn't think so. Were, were your parents Catholic? I can't remember. Um, my father was. Okay. Um, my mother wasn't, but she, well, funnily enough, <laughs> she like grew up in this like religious community but once she left it she was like fuck religion <laughs> and that was catholic yeah but she's like the most anti-religious person i've ever met like, okay yeah yeah i mean i'm pretty i also yeah is she anti-religious in like just her personally or she oh well i guess organized religion let me say that organized religion she just doesn't yeah. really believe in it no I mean I don't really believe it in either I think it's good for people just in that they have some sense of community but I think we should have other things that allow us to have community which we are kind of lacking um and so everyone in UK wears a uniform so public school private school yes Catholic school whatever um which I actually saw when I was there I saw a lot of people wearing uniforms and it was different for me because I was really the only school I think that in my area, maybe there were a couple other ones, but I was the main high school in my area that wore uniforms. And I, and I did have a lot of friends from the other high schools because I was like one of the presidents, like the student body presidents. I'm like, woo represent (laughs) but so we would every month we'd have like meetings with the presidents from other schools me and my one friend who was the other president and we would yeah everyone else would be dressed normally I guess the first question is did you guys alter your uniforms at all like what was the style what was the uniform you were given and how did you guys personalize it how did you change it up okay so we had blazers we wore a blazer we wore a striped shirt we wore a skirt um tights or black socks no stockings you'd get sent home if you wore stockings oh like long socks yeah and then just pumps and then just pumps but I guess with us we'd make our skirt shorter we'd wear stockings or short short or short socks um I guess wear our hair down more because we couldn't really wear our hair down at school um and then obviously just like loads of makeup Oh, you could. But I'd say you had to have like natural makeup. We weren't allowed to wear makeup at all. No makeup. No, like you. I remember the amount of times I got like sent to the the office. No makeup. You can wear any makeup. That's insane. No makeup. You you couldn't even you get your um I don't know Vaseline. Have you heard of Vaseline? Yeah. Yeah, I remember having a, using it and just getting it confiscated and then told to like, wash my face and go back to class. Like a chapstick? Yeah, like it was like nothing. Vaseline's a moisturizer. Even if your hair was down, it'd be like, why is it down today? And it was like, That's but I had so nuns insane. at my school. I had like nuns at my school. Yeah, what was your relationship with the nuns like? It was so, they were super weird. I just think they were always walking around. But some of them would be like, God bless you, God bless you. But a lot of them would just be like, why are you doing that? Roll down that skirt. Don't worry about it. Stop chewing. Like they were just, I don't know. Why were you not a man? Did they ever slap you with a ruler on the hand? <laughs> no, that would be illegal. Well, that's what, sure my grandpa, were- my grandpa went to Catholic school and it was in the time when the nuns would hit them with rulers. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. My grandpa grew up and my grandpa went to Catholic school and he, I don't know. He like says, I don't know. He's like very much not Catholic now. Like he doesn't want to go to church. I don't know. He probably would label himself Catholic, but he stopped going to church and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, because the nuns fucking abused you. Like who else knows what happened to you in that situation? I mean, God forbid. I don't, I mean, but yeah, he would tell me that the, the, the nuns would slap them with rulers. Insane. 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 Um, wow. Yeah. I, but it's that saying, isn't it? I don't know if it's Catholic. Is it like spare the rod, spoil the child? Oh. I forgot where that comes from. I, I didn't that know that. From. Yeah, that, that was actually really famous. Let's okay. see. Yes, that's crazy that that went on for so long. But I'm glad it didn't happen to you. I'm sure, yeah. It, I mean, we're pretty young, so it'd be <laughs> outlawed by the time. We did not have nuns but we did have a priest at the school basically i'm gonna have to ask someone exactly what happened because the priest got fired and i'm pretty sure it was because he was creepy to some of the girls it was like non-confirmed like i don't know what exactly what happened but they fired him and it was like this whole thing where he like i remember he like came on to we had there was like a tv show in the morning every morning i mean like that we made so it'd be like people come do the morning announcements right priest comes on who's the school priest and he's doing the morning announcements and he is like crying and being like i'm just gonna i've got like i'm the school has decided to let me go blah blah blah. and we were all like what the fuck it was so weird it was so weird i was what yeah, and I remember my friends telling me he did something creepy to them. Like he, or it was like, I think he did some of the sex ed classes or something, and he just like did it in a really disturbing way. Like he said something really. F- oh, I wish I could remember. I might like come back in here to insert it later because one of my friends he definitely like said something really creepy too. I just can't remember. Oh, also he said something about being horny for God. Definitely. Oh, wow. When he, they were talking about sex. That's what it was, I think. He was teaching the religion class and they were talking about sex and being modest or whatever the fuck. And he said something about, like, you shouldn't be sexually attracted to other people because you should be warning for God. I don't know. He, he said something to that effect. And everyone was like, oh my we don't God. know if you're trying to be like funny or hip or something, but it's not working. Like we're going to need to back that up. I wasn't in that class. Thankfully. Thank God. Thank God. But we also modified our uniforms. Yeah. Like I remember I got mine hemmed shorter, but I also was short. So I'm like, and then I would roll it shorter too, definitely. Yeah. And then we had like a polo, like a collared shirt, not a button up shirt, but like a, you know what I'm talking about? I don't know the yeah. prop, the proper name, but it was a shirt like that. And they had like short sleeve long sleeves. And then we had a sweater or a sweater vest from when it was cold. Sweater vest was cute. I love the sweater vest. Cute. Um, but it was all another thing of it that was crazy is it was all like you had to buy it from the school. Like you couldn't just wear any sweater vest. It was like you had to buy the sweater vest that was like $60 and had the logo of the school on it, which is annoying. Same as us. Yeah. But we were allowed to wear tights and we were allowed to wear socks, like any kind of sock. 
I did wear like knee high socks all the time. I'm like, I think back now, I'm like, I wasn't really trying to be sexy, but I'm like, that was kind of the sluttiest outfit I've ever worn is my high school uniform. And I, because I did like roll the skirt up and I was wearing these knee high socks. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know that because it, it was like the cutest way to make the uniform look like I wasn't even trying to do it in a sexual way. I just thought it looked cute. But I was reading about the um, kind of popularization of the look of the schoolgirl uniform, because I yeah. guess that um, and I got most of this information from the Mina Lee video about this. So I recommend watching that video. But um, basically in the early 1900s, there was a woman who I think she was American, but it was either I can't remember if the school was in America or if it was in Japan, but the head mistress person was American and she um, had this schoolgirl uniform that all the girls at the school had to wear. And people liked it so much that this local shop like started making them and selling them based off of what this headmistress had the students at her school wear. And in the early, yeah, kind of crazy. And then in the early 1900s, they um, started like changing the way they kind of were customizing the skirts a little bit because I guess they knotted in the front and the girls would do the knot in the front of the skirt in a different fashion. And that was one of the first ways that they would personalize this look. But this was when the skirts were probably still pretty long because this was the early 1900s. And then um, I guess this uniform like persisted throughout the 1900s. But then in the 70s, some girls in Japan joined gangs and they would wear these like old school uniforms and like cut like crop the shirts and they made it more of a fashionable thing um and then in the 90s there was a name a term called um kogaru i hope i'm saying it right now but it was basically like the style of modified school uniform that became really popular in the 90s and i feel like we've seen a lot of that in our lifetime it still has been yes popular. and so yeah what they would do is they would like shorten their skirts they'd roll them up and then wear they would accessorize them with scarves and they would wear these long white socks but they would be like baggy and so they would like slink kind of around the ankle like they would sit down around the ankle they wouldn't be up the whole leg even though they were long socks and it's really funny because this just became really popular and um, but some girls like their school wouldn't let them wear this. So she said that some girls like would wear the normal school uniform and then they would change into a different whole uniform after school, like the cuter one and wear it around, (laughs) (laughs) which I thought was really funny. I would change like out of my uniform after school. Usually did you like do a lot of things in your uniform, like after school or would you not wear it very much? Um, it would be my skirt and makeup. I put makeup on, I'd roll up my skirt, and I would also take off my jumper. Okay. Because like, the jumper just wasn't sexy. So I'd put that in my rucksack. Yeah. But you're then- like, this gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> and then we walk past the boys' school and like just feel so sexy and be like, <laughs> <laughs> would the boys like be there? Would you talk to them? Oh, yeah, yeah, because they all be on the hill. And we'd like walk past that hill and be like, mm. <laughs> would they be like, hey? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. We get so excited over it. That's really funny. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. So we've all been doing this. It made me kind of happy to learn about this because I'm like, I feel like I just relate to these women. And I love how it's like all these women across all these cultures have done this to their school uniform. <laughs> yeah. I remember I would wear sometimes you weren't allowed to wear like patterned tights, I guess, or you weren't supposed to wear tights that were like see-through like, cause there's the more opaque tights or the more sheer. Okay. And I got in trouble yeah. for wearing like some sheer pattern tights one time. But I remember the teacher who who told me to go to the office. She was like, uh, she was, I really didn't respect this teacher. And she was a bitch. I'm sorry. But <laughs> she was a religion teacher and I hated her. And she told me to go to the office one day. And I was like, okay, I'll go to the office. And so I like went and I just like sat in the bathroom for like 10 minutes. And then I came back and they were like, they said it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like. She just never would stand her ground. So I was like, sorry. Yeah. Also, in the, I was kind of crazy in high school just with that. Like, I mean, not with anything really wild, but in that same class, I remember once I sat down in the class and I forgot that I had an essay due. And she, I was like, oh, I forgot to print it out. Like, I'll be right back. And so I go to the library and I write the whole essay and I print it out and I bring it back to class in like 40 minutes. But so obviously I was gone for like 40 minutes, but she would just had no spine. So she never would say anything. And I was like, sorry, but yeah. Um, and it also, some of these girls in Japan, they were engaged in compensated dating, almost like being, a, having a sugar daddy. It sounded like. But, okay. And so then I guess the media like made it, but the media like made a huge deal about it and made it more of a dramatic situation than it was like some of these girls did that, but it's probably was really a small amount. And okay. she talks about meanly in the video that it, the media kind of painted the schoolgirl as a, like a hyper aware anti-establishment symbol. And even there were comics and movies where they were like fighting against these oppressive old men and stuff like this and it's just kind of interesting because um she pointed out that it was old men who were making these movies and books and etc and it's kind of like painting the school girls how they wanted to paint them where yeah these girls I don't they it was kind of portraying them to be more meaningful participants in the situation more like more their intention than it really was Okay. So I thought that was kind of interesting. That does sound very interesting. I'll have to read up. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I do feel like I liked wearing a uniform though, because it was nice. I do think it's true what they say, kind of that it's nice to not have to focus on you what you're wearing every day. Yeah. I don't know. Did you like it? I kind of liked it. Um <sighs> A bit of both, because I, I just hated how, like, heavy the uniform felt sometimes. Like, I'd get a bit sweaty. Well, so um, you had to wear the blazer all the time? Yeah. Okay, we didn't um, have so to guys, do that. So, guys, I'm a notorious sweater. I sweat a lot. It's kind of gross. And, um, yeah, just in my uniform, I just sweat so much, and I, I'd get really upset about it. But apart from yeah. that, yeah, no, it was nice to not have the pressure of picking an outfit every day. And I guess when I was out on the weekends, it was just a bit more special because I could dress up in my own clothes. Yeah, no, definitely. And I mean, I wouldn't want to have a uniform now, but 
I do remember I like had no sense of style because I was wearing the uniform all the time. And then of course, blame the uniform. Well, I just didn't <laughs> develop a sense of style. Because I mean, like then when the week would come around, I'd be like, I don't know what to wear. I just feel like I see pictures yeah. of myself in that time. And I was like, I just never made clothes because I wore the uniform all the yeah. time. I didn't have like a lot of cute outfits for outside. Well, I mean, later on, like later years I did, but I don't know. It's kind of an interesting experience to have, but I feel like I thought about it more than you did maybe because everyone wears uniforms in the UK. Yeah, exactly. So you wouldn't even kind of, I mean, we do debates in English, like should we have school uniforms or not, but they were boring as hell. Yeah. What do you, do you think people like having them or no? I think we're just so used to it. Yeah. And it's all of school. Yes. Okay, but we need yeah. wear the same bag. And like, we wouldn't wow. get like, personalized like pencil cases. And, like, Damn. Yeah, okay. Very... That's extreme. I don't, yeah, I know. It was it's never UK, that extreme like, for me. Yeah, so I feel like I like liked same. it. But also, yeah, we were allowed to wear makeup. I think that it was supposed to be like natural makeup or something like that. But I feel like you'd have to be wearing a lot of makeup too have no, like no, to no, actually no. be in trouble like I would wear like winged eyeliner to school oh never I, oh never. I mean I usually wouldn't wear makeup like because I I just didn't wear makeup a lot at that time but you definitely could wear makeup like okay I don't think if you wore like full on lipstick they might get, I mean I don't know I feel like it was fine as long as it was not ex- I mean I never actually knew anybody who got in trouble for having too much makeup on um one thing that was kind of awful though is the boys had to shave like the boys weren't allowed to have facial hair and I remember like this poor Mexican boy in one of my classes one of the teachers would like always make him shave and he's like I shave every morning like I had just my hair just grows really fast yeah and I was like this is racist no it like- was racist it was like this old white professor or this old white teacher and she always would be like he should be like you need to go shave and I'd be like, you are racially profiling. I mean, it's like, you can't, I'm like, he literally, like he would tell me, he's my friend and he'd be like, I literally shave every morning. But then they would make him go to the office and go to the bathroom and like, they'd give him some janky razor and he'd have to shave his face in the school bathroom. Poor kid. Ah. Poor kid. I still feel bad for him. Shout out. Insane. I hope he's doing much better now. I hope he's doing well. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I was like, what the fuck? That's insane um yeah and the other thing that's frustrating about was your school it was a private school or no no okay it was public catholic school so my school was a private school so there was an aspect of like a lot of people were super wealthy and unfortunately I was definitely like a poor kid at my school um compared to a lot of the people were really wealthy and it was frustrating because they would let the wealthier kids get away with more things for sure oh no yeah they started drug testing us at one point because yeah they were drug testing us like there was like a random like they wouldn't drug test everyone but it was like randomized like some people every week would like get chosen and they'd call them over the loudspeaker like so and so so and so 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 please come to the office and they would do drug tests that's insane so that was insane and but then I remember like some of the really wealthy kids would get tested and then they would just never get their results back like kids who I knew smoked weed to this day I only knew one guy who I was friends with and they totally fucked him over because he got positive for he was positive for marijuana oh yeah 
one is because there was this whole episode in my school where it was like the senior night. Do you guys have a senior night where everyone nice. like, okay, we have, it's very, feels very American now that I'm saying it. Like everyone goes and like has a sleepover basically in a location. Like some people go to Disneyland. If you live in California, do you do something with your class like all night? So we went to some place and, um, where's the story going? So a few years before my class, these people just like did, like they took edibles before their senior night, but it was like homemade edibles. And basically everyone got fucked up. Like this one girl had like a, like a seizure or something. I I mean, I think she probably was being dramatic. I don't, I don't know the situation, (laughs) but then people were like throwing up, like everyone was like horribly ill. And so then it like got out, like it was like in the news that like all these kids at my school were on drugs, basically. Oh, <laughs> and then they started drug testing all of us. But I'm like, this is after these kids who like fucked everything up already left. So they didn't have to suffer. And I think that they would intentionally drug test people who they didn't think were doing drugs because then they they like were just trying to say like my school is like 99% drug free, like something yeah, like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and but it was really it was really horrible because like they would like I know some of the kids who were really wealthy and got tested and they just like never heard their results back. And I'm like, yeah, because they're positive. And then they, the school didn't want to punish these people whose parents had donated a bunch of money to the school. So yeah. Yeah. It was unfortunate, but that sounds insane. So that's probably my craziest things from high school experience, at least that I can think of immediately. Do you have any crazy situations like that? Well, I don't know if I want to say crazy. I feel like there were two two events that stood out to me. So one was um, a girl started having a miscarriage in PE. No way. I know, but which is so bad, but because she was just known as such a promiscuous person, we all found it really funny. I know it was like really, really, really bad. And I kind of hate myself for it. But I just wow. remember it being like, this person had a miscarriage in peak. Can you believe it? Like she jumped up to catch a ball and then. Did you guys know she was pregnant at this time? No. Wow. Was yeah, she far along? I don't think she was far along to be fair. Wow. Yeah. But she later like said that it was a miscarriage. I mean, one of her friends told everyone and then we kind of all found out. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just was like, because how did you know it wasn't like that? She just got her period. But... Oh right, no, no, no. She 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 used to like sleep with everyone. No, no, not yeah, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, no, that, that, that was sad. That was and just a crazy story. Wow. And the second one is that we had this massive pond at our school, mm-hmm. and a girl got um. She didn't even got get pushed. She like fell backwards into it, and I remember just like <laughs> eating sandwiches, seeing it happen. I'm like just laughing my head off. It was so bad. <laughs> that's kind of funny though. I mean, if she didn't get hurt, that's pretty funny. But she's like soaking wet in her uniform in the middle of winter. And I'm just oh, like, no. <laughs> Do they have other clothes for her? <laughs> Maybe, but I remember her crying and like giving me the dirtiest look and I just couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> that's so funny. Did you like bring lunch usually or did you have it there? Did they have a cafeteria? Yeah, we had a cafeteria, yeah. But and did you get to eat it for free? No, so you'd pay. Okay, yeah, that was what mine was too. Or you could bring a packed lunch, but um, yeah, that's what mine was too. Yeah. Our food is pretty I, good I though. Was the food good at school? 
it wasn't amazing. Okay. But to be fair, I didn't eat a lot in school. I didn't yeah. eat a lot as a teenager, so I don't remember. But maybe okay. it was that makes sense. I remember my school had these like salads that I always would get. They're pretty good. But anyways, um, well, thank you for discussing our journeys to Spain and our experiences in Catholic school together. No problem. Thanks fun. for having me. Yes, of course. I think we're going to do, Karen and I are going to do another episode where we talk more about other things. I think we should t- do one where we talk about like stereotypes of in- British people and American people and we break them one. down. Okay. All right. Well, thank <laughs> you for coming on and we'll see you guys next time. No problem. Bye-bye. Bye.